Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have the four tops, or one of the tops here, Lawrence Payton Jr. They started way back in 1953, right? 1953! So what is that? Um... 47 and 22, 69 years ago, 70 years of the tops. But I believe that Lawrence Payton's dad was a four top, or one of the four tops. And uh, he's with us. Lawrence Payton Jr., how are you, sir? Yes, sir. I'm fine. How are you? Hey, I can't believe it. One of the four tops. That's awesome. It's me. I'm right here, guys. I'm right here. Hey, uh, was, Enjoying was, the sunshine. Yeah, was your dad one of the original tops? Absolutely, Lawrence Payton Sr. Yes, he wow. was. Wow. And then, so he goes yeah. back to the original founding members in 1953. Absolutely, they they got together at a, a party and they had sung until his death uh, in 1997 after 44 years, and they never broke up. The group just stayed together, and the only thing that separated them was death. That is incredible, man. What? So, did you grow up in Detroit? I did. I grew up in Detroit, the home of Motown. You know, you know, dwelling among all the Motown stars. Oh, they yeah. were just like all my dad's friends. So I've seen it all. Yes. Yeah, my yeah. mother. I uh, was born and raised in Dearborn, so I spent uh, you know two or three weeks every summer in Detroit, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, you're a Detroit guy. Dearborn is just right next door. Dearborn That's was great. We used to go to Detroit. Uh, That's the home of Henry Ford. Is about it. Yes, yes. Everybody who worked for Ford lived in uh, you know in uh, Dearborn, and then we'd we'd wander Absolutely. off to uh, you know Belle Isle and Saunders Hot Fudge. You know, the whole summer thing. You know. Oh yes. All oh, right. The Bobolo oh, Boat. God. You probably remember Bringing the Bobolo Boat. Like oh it was, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Edgewater Park and all of those. That's things. right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, my my uh, my mom's parents uh, lived in Dearborn. Until the IRS guy came over one night and said, you owe us 28000 And my grandfather said, oh, let me get a check. It's in my checkbook. He went into the closet, pulled out a baseball bat, nearly killed the IRS agent. And that night, he had to move all his entire family over to Windsor because uh, in Canada, they had no extradition at that time. And he lived the rest of his life in Windsor, Canada, because of his uh, beating the hell out of an IRS agent. Well, see, that's now that's a true Detroiter there. You know what I mean? You can't. You just not. You're just not going to pull up to my house and take my house and throw me out. You know, not without a fight. That's right. That's old school Detroit. You know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That is wild. So, man, that must have been yes. an unbelievable. Wait a minute, Tim. I, Tim, I got a question for you. Sure. Are, are you related to Tim Conway, the actor? Yes, that is my dad. I thought so. I thought so. I knew it when I seen that name. I was like, he's got to be related. Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your father. Oh, that's great, man. My my dad was a big, huge Four Tops fan. I mean, he always he loved all that music. He was turned on to that music early because, again, my mom, uh, born and raised in Dearborn, and they met at Bowling Green State University. So he'd go every weekend back to their place in Dearborn and then go, uh, you know, into Detroit and listen to music all the time. 
Oh, yeah. You know, Detroit is a great music hub. You know, oh, I think that's fantastic. why they had so much sex musically, because all types of music, we listen to everything. You you guys probably remember, I don't know if your listening audience remember, but Paul Revere and the Raiders and all of those oh, yeah, yeah, groups. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, Detroit was a hub for that. So you had every genre of music there. But you probably, you know, you all, probably had people at your house every weekend or so. I mean, you know, people that we'd all know, Smokey Robinson, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Smokey, wait a minute, let me tell you a uh, story about Smokey. He pulls up in the driveway to visit my father. A friend and, a friend of mine and I, we were out, out in the back playing basketball. He came back and said, I want to play. We said, okay. And, look, he went after us. He was knocking us down for the rebound, <laughs> and he was just so intense. And I thought that later on, in later years, I said, now that's why this guy is so successful, because he was just intense. And I remember him telling me, he said, I don't do nothing unless I'm – I." I play to win. That's you know? great, man. And I, that, that, it always stuck with me. Well, you know, it's it's it's, it's similarly, it's like that that story of uh, I can't remember which comedian. I think it was Rich. Not no, it wasn't Richard Pryor. I can't remember who it was, but it was some comedian was at a bar or at a restaurant and was was challenged to a basketball game uh, with Prince and Prince's friends. And oh, that was Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, brother. that's who it was. Charlie yes, Murphy. yes, yes. Charlie Murphy and yes, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And they went back, and and Prince just schooled everybody. Listen, Prince could really play. He probably could have been like a like tiny Archibald or something. He was very, wow. very good on the basketball court. You know, that is wild. People man. Just sort of just, you know, by his size and everything, it, it kind of discouraged him from playing. But the guy was tremendous on the basketball court. Uh, all right, this is great. Lawrence Payton Jr. is with us. So who else would, would stop by when you were a kid? I mean, uh, uh, what other people like like we would know? Oh, you just name it. You just all the Motown acts. I mean, like, just, just name it. David Ruffin would come by. My father was very, very good with arranging voices and stuff like that. So a lot of the groups would come by basically for singing lessons, oh, you know, really, great. to learn different harmonies and stuff, and they'd sit around the piano. So, and, you know, like I just mentioned, David Ruffin, the Supreme, sure. some of the girl groups, the Marvelettes. I mean, everybody, Shorty Long, uh, all the old Motown acts, they would all be over to our house. It was just like my fifth birthday, I, my father came and picked me up, and he said, come on, we're going, I'm, I'm having a party. We go to this hotel, and there was one other child there. That was Duke Fakir's daughter, Kai, wow. and all the rest were Motown stars. Wow! So that so was my fifth birthday. Was, was <laughs> Michael Jackson would have been too young, and Stevie Young, Stevie Wonder would have been too young too, or maybe not. Oh no! I remember Stevie Wonder, and I do remember the Jacksons. They were like actually in Detroit about a year before they actually put out a record and stuff. So oh, okay. I kind of met them at the uh, Gordy Mansion before and, and all of that. Real nice guys, very talented. They, they were magical then. Michael was just a, a ball of energy. He was just incredible even then. So when did you leave Detroit, or, or do you still live there? I still live in Detroit. Are you okay. kidding? I'm a Detroiter forever. Good for you. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking L.A. I love it out here and all of this, but I'm a Detroiter. Yeah, I I love Detroit. Uh, I love the fact that you know after a thousand years, they're pri- they're they're finally putting another bridge over to Canada. You know, uh, it's been a billion oh, yeah, years. Oh yeah, absolutely. After a thousand years, and, and they're calling it the Gordy Howe Bridge. How cool is that? Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, it should because he bridged. Listen, you know, it's, it's very appropriate yep. because he bridged the, the races together through music. You yeah. know what I mean? And, right. and it's a very appropriate. You know, really, he did. Yeah. But uh, now, um, you know, I, I, you probably remember this because you were born and raised in Detroit. But you remember Houdini died in, in Detroit? 
I remember that. I yeah. do remember. I don't remember him dying there, but I know that it happened there. Right. And my you grand know, I, my I, grandfather yeah. was in uh, was owned a, a funeral home, and he embalmed Houdini and stole his gold watch. And I saw that watch about forty years ago. My uncle had it, and no one's seen it since. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. Can you imagine what now, that's see, worth? That's history. Can you imagine what, what, what Listen, the gold I, I watch just, is worth? I just seen a, a documentary on Houdini, and there one of his artifacts were auctioned off for like a half a million dollars or something like right, that. Exactly. And I think David Copperfield bought it or something. Oh, that's wild. All right, uh, we got to take a break. Yeah, can, you, can you stay with us, or do you got to go? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm oh, here. excellent. Okay, all right, hold on one second. This is great. Lawrence Payton Jr., the four tops. And, man, this guy is one of the most upbeat uh, guests we've ever had. I love this guy. Lawrence Payton Jr., his dad was the original member. The four tops! And I believe there's only one uh, original member still playing with them, that's singing with them. Is that right? Yes. Wow. I know which one that. it is when we come back. Yeah, we will. Okay. Lawrence Payton Jr. is with us, the four tops, man. Everybody listening to radio right now, uh, either yourself, your parents, or your grandparents have stories about the four tops. How, uh, Lawrence, how big a uh, tour is this for you? Well, you know, we, we, we're on tour all year round. Okay. So we do about 80 shows a year, and about 50 or 60 of those are actually with the Temptations. Oh, wow. So oh, that's terrific. All the time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's called the TNT show. Oh, and, that's uh, we, great. Like I said, about 50 or 60 shows a year, we're with them. And the other shows, we're on our own or with the Beach Boys or other acts, you know. What, what's the one song where it, it makes the audience crazy? Wow. I tell you what. It's got to be. There's a couple. It's the same old song, and I can't oh, help yeah. myself. They just go nuts over those. But, I mean, all of them. Shake me, wake me, baby, I need your love. And you just ain't no woman oh, like the one I man. got. My girl. I'm just running them off. Bernadette. Oh, man. It's just, they, you know, just one after another. You know, they just, they get excited about them all, really. By the way, I heard a rumor that uh, Abdul, that, that Duke, one of the original members, is still singing? Yes, he is. That's not a rumor. That's the fact. So uh, his name is, is Duke, right? Abdul's name is... Uh, Duke is... Fakir. Abdul Fakir. About a year and a half ago, he fell down and broke his hip. But I mean, he's up dancing and everything, but he, every now and then he'll have to sit on the stool and everything because of that. So he's got to be uh, how old? I mean, if he's born in 35... He's 87 years old. 87 years old. And he's been singing with this group and performing with the Four Tops for 68 years. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Just think about that. Wow. If you were a postman or something or a factory worker, you, you would have been tired twice. That is unbelievable. It really, truly is amazing. What I mean, what a, a long, beautiful it life is. he's had. He's got to write a and book. He Has it. he written a book or or a, or a, a biography or anything? As a matter of fact, he's got one out. It's called "I'll Be There: My Life with the Four Tops" by Duke Fakir, and it was released about two months ago. And, and if you get a chance, just go out, go out and pick it up. There's a lot of history there. You know, a lot because I don't know if you guys know. Before they signed with Motown, they had been with two three or four other record companies. But before, okay. even before the record companies, they had performed with Count Basie and, 
and uh, Billy Eckstein and groups like that, you know, singing jazz and stuff. So this, 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 it's a lot of history in that book. Go out and get it. I will. And and if if he's ever wanting to sell some books, and wants to come on radio, man, we'd love to talk to him for five or ten minutes. I can't believe that. that... I, would, I, I think I, I can almost say unequivocally, he would love to do that, and uh, I will tell him that's that. Great. And you will be hearing from him. <laughs> okay, buddy. I really can't <laughs> believe. I mean, what a great life you've had. Uh, it, it's so rich in music and friends and family. Uh, I'm just yes. completely envious that you've had, you know, such a great run and such a great attitude uh, towards life. Uh, we, I was just talking to Sharon well, Bellion. you be envious and you're the son of no. Tim Conway? Seriously, <laughs> I mean, here. buddy, all a the people. actor, comedian, come on, I man. Know. We're, like, we're like brothers in this entertainment thing here. I know, but man, all the people that, uh, you know, that all of my heroes that and all my mom, my mom was the biggest Stevie Wonder fan in the world, you know, born and raised in Detroit. Oh. Uh, and, 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 I, and, and he's become my favorite. And for you to just like casually know him is incredible. Oh, yeah. It was just like, like I said, it was just hanging out with dad's friends. It was really normal wow. to me, you know. It wasn't until later on in life I really, really appreciated those, those experiences because I was like, you know, that blanket that the guy on Charlie Brown would carry around? Sure. That's how I was with my father. I was his blanket. So oh. Everywhere he went, I went. So I got to see all of that. And it was quite quite an experience, a learning experience, too. You That's know? great, man. I'm not just in this group because of nepotism. I can do this thing. I can sing. You be- got it. So. And, and Sharon, <laughs> yeah. Sharon Belly, our producer, uh, I, I've been working with her for 12 yeah. years, and I can t- I can count on one finger the time she came in here and said, this is a great guest. And she did it during the break, and she said, this guy should teach other people how to be radio guests. Oh, well, thank, tell her I said thank you so much. I'm you are wonderful. You, are, you have such great energy and personality. You've been such a delight. Thank you, Sharon. I really appreciate that. You know, like I said, we just do it for, for the fans, and I'm just glad to be here. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be in a group that my father once represented, and I just want to do that. You know what I mean? So it's my pleasure. Please, if you're ever in town again, uh, you always got a home here. We'd love to have you on any time, and uh, you know, any kind of publicity you need, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll tackle it for you. All right. Thank you, Tim, and thank you, Thank you, you sir. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Oh, right. Have a good one. Now. All right, you, you too. Guys. All right, that's a great guest, man. Lawrence Payton Jr. with the Four Tops. It's Conway Show. We're live on KFI AM 640. All right, the soundtrack of all of our childhoods is the Beach Boys. Yes, unbelievable. And we have Mike Love with us, lead singer of the Beach Boys. Mike, how are you, sir? Tim, I'm great. Thanks um, for having me on the program. Man, I tell you, you know, I can't believe that uh, that I'm talking to you. Um, you know, my mom and dad and myself, my my wife, all major, major Beach Boys fans. And I'm telling you, it's not just even, you know, the older guys or guys in their 50s. We have a, a news editor from Detroit. She's in her 20s. I think she's 23 or 24. And when she heard you were coming on tonight, she screamed. <laughs> she probably watched uh, Full House when we when John Samos had us on. <laughs> yeah, probably. But man, what a run this has been, huh? Yeah, 60 years is wow. miraculous. That is great. Yeah. Well, you know, we uh, took a uh, family hobby, which was, you know, singing and making harmonies because we didn't have any money. And turned it into a profession based on the fact that my cousin Brian and I got together and wrote some songs that people really liked. Oh yeah, and they still like them. Oh, that's excellent, <laughs> man. That is great, Mike. What was the? What was the? First of all, I'm sure your songs have been covered a million billion uh, different times. I really liked the cover of California Girls that David Lee Roth did. Oh it was yes. an awesome video. 
Awesome video. Yeah. Now, how does that work? Yeah. Did, did you know him? Did he ask permission? Or how does something like that work? No, he just liked the song. A few years back, I uh, got an award, an Ella Award, which is, uh, you know, a really nice thing. And I called him and said, would you like to come in and do the song with me? He did. Wow. He came out and we did it together. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and the video, you know, that was when MTV was at its peak. And the video for that for that song is just awesome. Oh, it's classic. It yeah. really is. It really is uh, terrific. Yeah. What is the what what are the what is the one song where the audience? I mean, if you if you didn't play it, the audience would kill you. If we didn't play it, Kokomo. Oh, Kokomo. That okay. Is, that is our biggest sing along. It's, it's thirty four years young, but it's been played on Full House numerous reruns. Uh, it was in the Tom Cruise movie soundtrack, the Cocktail, and uh, it is like. A massive sing-along. Everybody, all ages, sing along to that song. It's the best. It, it, it gets into your head, and you just sing it over and over. What Was there an actual place called Kokomo, or is that something you guys uh, fabricated? Well, as you know, there's one in Indiana. There's also <laughs> one in Maui, but this was a, a figment of John uh, Phillips's imagination. He came up with a verse melody. I came up with the chorus, Aruba, Jamaica, oh, yes. I want to take it. And then Terry Melcher, who produced it, came up with, I want to take it down to Kokomo. True collaboration, that one. You know, I, I, there are very few songs uh, where, you know, you hear just the opening of the song and you, you know every one of the lyrics that stretch over generation. But my mom knew every, uh, every, every lyric to that song, so did I, and I guarantee you there's a lot of people like our, our news director, Aaron, who knows every lyric to that song as well. Yeah, it's, it, it's a catchy one. It's great. <laughs> Yes, KFI AM 640, it's Conway Show. Lead singer Mike Love from the Beach Boys is with us. Uh, Mike, I, 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 by the way, you guys weren't originally called um, the Beach Boys. It was the Pendletones, is that correct? That's correct. We all wore those Pendleton shirts that we surfers <laughs> used to do uh, over a T-shirt, you know. But right. uh, but, but the, the a record uh, promotion man heard the song and said, hey, it's about surfing. What about the Beach Boys? I said, well, that's better than what we got. So it's stuck for 61 years wow. now. You, so you guys immediately warmed up to uh, the, ter the, the uh, title Beach Boys. Thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's a winner. That's a winner, man. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think, you know, everybody knows the Beach Boys. And, and also, not not only everybody, uh, you know, just the the public, but people in high places as well. Uh, I, I know that, you know, my, my uh, father knew Nancy Reagan pretty well, and I don't think uh, right. there was a, a bigger fan than Ron, Ronald and Nancy Reagan. She called me one time to apologize for what James Watt had said. <laughs> oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and she invited me to the White House. We played two two separate Reagan inaugurations. Wow. And two, two different Bushes also. Oh, that is wild. The father and the son. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. We we, we did a show in, uh, well, a couple of shows in Washington, D.C. One, one year back in the mid-'80s, we did Philadelphia in the afternoon, and they said there were 900,000 people in the street <laughs> there. 
And in in the evening, D.C., another half a million people or so. We, wow. we played for over a million and a half people in person, which is pretty awesome. I yeah, that, that would have been uh, January, February of 85 and 89, I guess it would have been. Uh, um, back back in the day, yes. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that second Ronald Reagan victory, uh, 1988, I believe it was mm-hmm. 525 electoral votes. I mean, it was a wipeout. Uh, Mondale, I mm-hmm. think, won his home state and Washington, D.C. So that was, I mean, the, in the heyday of, uh, you know, of politics when, you know, when Republicans, you know, could really sweep this country and really had a huge, huge difference and a huge majority. Yeah, it was. It was. It, but they were very nice to us. They're so nice to us. And so, you know, we really appreciate that. It really made us feel good about what we had done. We, I came up with the idea to do a free concert in Washington, D.C. to celebrate oh, cool. July 4th. Yeah, it, now, was, it was beautiful. Now, you guys got, got into the Rock uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, that same year. Like, it was 88, wasn't it? 88. We okay. Got, yep. What a year, right? Playing for Reagan and yeah. uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Kokomo came out then. Wow. <laughs> And the Dodgers yeah. won the World Series. The Lakers won the NBA title. That was some year. It was all good. All good. <laughs> that was great. Um, now, that must be something to, to, to see, though. You're walking through the, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and to see you know, all the greats up there. And you're right there on the, on the top shelf with all of them. That's got to be really pleasing. It's awesome. It really is. It's a, it's a miracle. I mean, our parents uh, didn't have any, that much money or anything like, but what they had is they had the passion for music and they, they instilled that in us. Um, my cousins, Brian, Dennis, and Carl, who live in Hawthorne and I live in, in Baldwin Hills overlooking Lamert Park in LA. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we're homeboys. All right, Mike, if you want to keep this a secret, I understand, but how many of the original Beach Boys and, or, or anybody's ever played for and with the Beach Boys, how many of you guys can actually surf? Oh, now wait a minute. That's a low blow. I am. I, I'm. I'm a rotten, terrible surfer, but can. But I can sing about it really well. <laughs> that's great, man. That is terrific. That is. That, that's really oh, awesome, buddy. My, I can't believe that we had John it, it, uh, again. It spans three or four generations, and it is the soundtrack to where most of us grew up. And if you didn't grow up with the, you know, the original music in the 60s and 70s, all the remakes of it, and it's just, it's, it, when you hear it, you, you cannot be depressed when you listen to your music. And that is a huge, uh, huge uh, uplift for a lot of people in life. <laughs> all right. I really appreciate coming on. And anytime you're in town, please, you always have a friend here. We'll always, uh, you know, give you a shout out and uh, talk about the tour dates. And I really appreciate coming on. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It's been a joy to be on your program. Excellent. Thank, thank you, you, sir. All right, there he goes. That's wild, man. Mike Love with the Beach Boys. That's crazy. And Aaron's reaction was unbelievable. <clears throat> you know, how old is Aaron? She's got to be, what, 23, 24? 25. She's 25. Okay. 26. She's getting up there. Yeah. And uh, and when we heard, when she heard that Mike Love was coming on, she screamed. She's like, I got my aunt. Yeah, she, just a couple days ago, she was, for, I don't even know how it came up, but she was talking about her love for the Beach Boys, all-time favorite band. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's you know, this new generation is going to get into it the same way our dads did and the same way we did. Yeah. Was your dad a big Beach Boys guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him in D.C. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah, it was 80, 81 when, the, uh, when I saw him out there. Oh, that's wild, yeah. man. What a show they put on, huh? Toys R Us went out of business. Devastating for a lot of kids, a lot of parents. Because as you walked with your new kids, you know, your little babies, 
through Toys R Us, you got to relive your childhood in seeing their eyes pop open at a at a store that's as big as a grocery store, but it's filled with toys. Man, when I was a kid and my dad would take us there, he wouldn't take us often because he had six kids and it got a little uh, rough on the wallet. Plus, uh, how do you control six kids in a toy store like that? You can't. You know, the kids go crazy. So I remember um, we worked. Um, my my dad got us like a uh, like a walk on on one of his shows that he's doing. My dad had four or five different shows, uh, Tim Conway shows that all got canceled, and they and he never made it through the first season. My dad never made it to do a Christmas show. That was like the big thing in the '60s, '70s, and maybe early '80s. If you had, you know, like Laverne and Shirley or or Happy Days, if you had a sitcom or a variety show, and you got to do a Christmas show. That was the big special that everybody wanted to see. And my dad never got to that. You know, they were always canceled before he could do the Christmas show. So he decided with his new show, I think it was called Uncle Tim Wants You or the Tim Conway Comedy Hour. He was going to do his, his Christmas show in July. So at least he got to do a Christmas show. And so he had his whole family on the show. It was me, it was my sister Kelly, my brother Pat, my brother Jake, Jamie, and my brother Corey. Sean wasn't born yet. And the five of us were sitting on a couch, and my dad was doing a Christmas show with the whole family, and it was, uh, it was pretty funny, right? So back then, they had to pay you a day rate, uh, you know, and they still do with the union, you know, SAG after. They have to pay you a minimum day rate. Well, back then, it was $56. They paid you $56. And when you're seven years old, and you get a check for $56, you don't have to work again. You're done. You're done, right? So we had these checks that were dropped. They were, you know, uh, dropped off by the mailman to the uh, to the house, and each one of our names were on it. And I opened mine up, and it was for fifty six dollars. And I remember my dad said, "What do you guys want to do with the money? You know, do you want to put it in the bank account? Do you want to start a savings account?" And we all got together and said, "We want to go directly to Toys R Us with those fifty six dollars." And we and my dad cashed them all for us, so he gave us, you know, uh, two two twenties, a, a, a ten, and and a five and a one, and we had fifty six dollars each to walk into Toys R Us in nineteen seventy one seventy two and spend it the way we wanted to, and I still remember where that Toys R Us was and going when I was in nineteen seventy. I was six, maybe seven years old. And I had $56, and I walked into that Toys R Us on Sherman Way, just east of the Van Nuys Airport. And I still remember walking in with that cash. That's the kind of effect it had on me, right, that I couldn't believe that I had a pocket full of money. I'm walking into Toys R Us, and I get to spend it the way I want. I, I couldn't believe it. The, the whole every, Everything came together that day. And so Toys R Us was a big part of my childhood. Not often, right? maybe once or twice a year, maybe, like for your birthday, maybe a little before Christmas, but they went away. You know, they couldn't compete with Amazon, and they left us. You know, it's like taking your kids to, to Disneyland. Crozier, I bet you did this when, you know, you would take Sydney to Disneyland, and, and you could see, even though I, you probably weren't, you know, didn't spend a lot of time at Disneyland or Disney World when you were a kid. Never, I, ever, no. I think you mentioned that, that you lived in Florida and didn't go to Disney World. Never once, yeah. But 
taking Sydney, you probably took her when she was three, four, five, six years old. Yes. And to see those those big, huge, wide eyes and her walk around like she was like princess. Man, yeah. you never forget stuff like that. Yeah, that's 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 uh, those are some of the things that when you're raising a kid, man, you take those moments and you drink them in. Oh yeah, don't take yeah. them lightly. That's right because they vanish pretty quickly. Yep. Um, but I, I remember I took my my daughter to Disneyland. She was probably three at the time, and what Disneyland does, and a lot of people don't know this. I didn't know this. Maybe maybe everybody knows except me. Um, but when you go there and you have a stroller and you have a, a little baby in the stroller. So she must have been younger. Maybe she was two. So she was in the stroller, too. And every time we passed a Disney employee, the Disney employee would stop and say, happy birthday to my daughter. And my daughter was like, yeah. everybody knows it's my birthday. I said, yeah, everybody that works here knows it's your birthday. It's the big day we're celebrating. Did and you do the fire station thing for her birthday? No. <clears throat> but but the the reason she they knew it was her birthday, yeah. you put a uh, a lighted pin on top of the stroller, and it flashes. And when the employees see that flash, they know that it's that kid's birthday. Yeah. And they all come up and say happy birthday. And, man, that kid feels special like she owns the world. For those that don't know, there's if you go in, I believe it's the firehouse, as soon as you walk into the park on the left side. Right. Uh, if you go in there, there's like a phone in there. And, like, you pick it up, and it's like a, a, a Disney character says, how, like, happy birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, something oh, like that's that. that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's, uh, but, man, Disney knows how to uh, treat kids right, right? Uh, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Ding dong. Um, but, it, it, but Toys R Us, I hope, I hope it makes a huge-ass comeback. It, it is a big part of, again, if you're in your 50, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and you had kids, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Big, huge, huge-ass deal. To walk into a toy store the size of a grocery store filled with toys. And kids, it is a it, it is has such an effect on them that they will rem- remember that for the rest of their lives. I still remember 1970, so 52 years ago, walking in with $56 in my pocket. Do you remember what you what you got? Yeah, I, I got a lot of uh, I was um uh, into the uh matchbox. So I got the track, the orange track with the loops nice. and all that stuff. And, man, I cleaned up. Because back then, you know, in 1970, 56 bucks, got you like three total, you know, huge sets. <laughs> and the car's zipping around the whole living room. You know, and stayed up late, you know, late at night. Uh, the ones with the power, you know, they, you, you put them on, it powers the wheels with batteries, and then it zips around the track. Yeah, like it has like that power in the middle, so it just yeah, yeah, goes exactly, up the loop. right, yeah. Oh, it was the best, man. And that was, uh, and then, you know, coming down early in the morning, you know, to play before the parents wake up. And that's what wakes them up, you know. When each of your kids spend $56 at Toys R Us, someone's going to buy a drum or a guitar or a horn. (laughs) That happened, too. It's Conway Show. We're live on KFI AM 640. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.